Hello and welcome to episode 29 of Art Supply Posse, a podcast about art supplies and the people that use them. This week's episode is sponsored by our beloved art snacks. I'm Kathy and with me is my fantabulous co-host, Heather. Hello. <laughs> How you doing, Kathy? Oh, I am here. It's been uh, a long week and it's only Wednesday, but you know what? It's all good. We'll survive because we survived the holidays and that's always a good start, huh? It is true. We are we are back from uh we had a pretty extended holiday break. Unfortunately, I don't think either of us were necessarily off from work for that whole time. What's, what's break? What is yeah, what? Exactly. I don't understand. <laughs> it seems to have um, seems to have run by pretty quickly uh, this year. Sometimes it feels really restful, and I feel like I get a chance to take a step back. And this really wasn't one of those years. It felt like it just kind of ran ran off on its own uh yeah i completely agree except for the part where i was counting down time until i could send my daughter off to school um (laughs) because i was i love her dearly don't get me wrong but there was definitely something about having her all day long at home because of course it was too cold to play outside so that, and it's yeah. too cold again, down to 27, which is really cold uh, in the Pacific Northwest. And Jeez, you guys have been, it's been like colder there than it's been out here. We've, wow. we've had a pretty mild couple of weeks. Yeah, You're lucky. Thanks yeah. for sharing that with us. But uh, but back to normal. Yes. Off to school. Yes, yeah. off to school and trying to get, you know, it's it's the fun part about uh, the holidays is that it messes up everybody. So at least like all of my clients that I'm working with were like, I've started to slow down the inundation of, oh my gosh, the holidays are over here. Let me throw this thing at you that I meant to have you do months ago type of a thing. Yeah, everybody is like, I'm going to destroy my email. It's so funny. I'm just sitting there watching all this like email ping into my inbox. And I'm like, I think everybody's back at work. I yep. think everybody's doing the things they have been avoiding for three weeks. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but also wanted to just take a little note. Like there are lots of reasons that the holidays might be rough for you. Like normal workaday things like it being stressful. But I know like some people in my family um not my direct family but my extended family like this was the first holidays for them without a loved one and so I was thinking a lot about them or if things are rough with your family or you're totally estranged or there's lots of reasons that the holidays can be hard and this was a pretty rough holiday season for me so I know that sometimes the kind of uh it can be assumed that it was like a nice lovely time but if you if you had a rough couple of weeks uh special art supply posse love going out to you Absolutely. And know that it's okay. You know, it's okay to not have had a great holiday. You know, there's yep, nothing wrong with you. It's all good. <laughs> it's, there's nothing wrong with anything. So, yeah. So. yeah. Um, but in in more uh, art-related news, <laughs> it looks like someone you you love got some, some new paper in her I books. I did. Uh, so I got the new uh, Lost Ocean coloring book by Joanna Basford for Christmas. And following back to my, not hate, but my sadness about her, her book's last episode, I wanted to... Uh, 
proclaim my love again for her her art and the books because the paper that she uses in the new book and I don't know if this has changed for the older versions as well or anything I no idea what's going on but the paper is much smoother and uh much less toothy so you can use any uh coloring utensils without like it's sopping up half a pen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I am very excited about that. So uh, even though it's just been, you know, it's been a couple weeks since between those episodes. And obviously it had nothing to do with me. But I would like to think that the change was made uh, in my brain. Entirely uh, on your behalf. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's absolutely, it's all about me. Didn't you know that? <laughs> yes, quick, quick follow-up on the art, on Art Supply Posse from, from these national publishers. Yeah, so, so, so thanks, Joanna, nice. for thinking of me. <laughs> so is this, is this an, or just a reprinting of the Lost Ocean that's been out for a while, or was this a new Lost Ocean book? I have absolutely no idea because I got it as a present. So okay. I have no idea whatsoever okay. i think i don't know if ocean is one of the ones that i have from her um yeah looks like there's it's just the the one that's been out for a while I probably think. Uh, yeah because cool. i know yeah, but it is beautiful yeah it's gorgeous and i like because most of the other ones i have are very grass related so i go through a lot of green and so because it's ocean, I'm going to go through a lot of blue. So that makes me happy. <laughs> I think I think you have a much more reality-based uh, strategy with uh, coloring. <laughs> yes. No, it's true. It's a problem. I try to, like, do purple leaves and just, like, no, it doesn't uh, Everything work. revolts. <laughs> everything, everything revolts. Exactly. Uh, everyone thinks I'm a lunatic because I sit down to these huge, complex coloring pages and I often we'll just use one color and plan the like alternating pattern. I have all of these coloring pages that are just a sea of pink gel pen and I just like <laughs> drained the whole pen on this page. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I love, you know, it'd be really interesting to hear uh, how people uh, do their coloring. Are they reality based? Do you prefer pens to pencils? Do you use crayons? Do you have a specific like cross hatching or pointillism that you do in your coloring pages you know let us know reach out to us on twitter or instagram or anything and, and tag us and let us know uh how you color <laughs> yeah that's true i um i have a new a new uh family member in my uh digital devices i was i was blessed with a very beautiful uh iPad Pro for Christmas um, from my dad, one of the little 9.7 inch ones. So I have been going to down uh, coloring in iOS and man alive, like it is pretty nice way to to just uh, put on a podcast and color on my little pretend coloring book. (laughs) I agree. Are you using Procreate? Or no, I'm not. not. Okay, I'm using hold on. pigment. Yes, that's the one. I always get confused. We can, okay, we're going to cut this part out. <laughs> uh, are you using pigment? Because it's my favorite. <laughs> I am using pigment. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a great app. And uh, yeah, I've been having a fun time. And just, just today, I, I kind of 
you know, you can pick different coloring modes, like, and mm -hmm. one of them's just freehand while they'll let you sort of like scribble all over the page. And yeah. I just did this like almost like watercolor painting, just kind of on top of the lines. Cause Ooh. I was like, I don't want to color in the lines. And I was like, I just look kind of nice. Look at me. I'm getting be a super fancy color. <laughs> <laughs> look at you. <laughs> yeah. So many modes of being. So that's, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Times. Um, but we also had a little bit of um, follow-up from one of our episodes before before the break. Yeah, uh, and we are fully aware of the audio quality in the Mike Hawthorne episode. Um, uh, and we are fully aware that uh, the episode was difficult. I myself, uh, I had to pause it halfway through because I was just like, I need a break. I can't stand this but I loved the interview and the conversations that you guys had so it was worth it to me in the end to fight through it but I did have to take a break because I was like oh my goodness this audio it's rough I totally understand all of you out there that had to listen to it because I got it as well it was as best as it could be but you know what that's what happens when we have some awesome guests is sometimes technology isn't as great as we would like it to be so thank you for being patient um and hopefully you know in the future we'll be able to get some better options and uh maybe figure out some sort of magic yeah yeah and that's you know that's that's totally on on me you know i've been taking taking the role of sort of the audio recording and editing things and um, been learning learning things fast, but definitely uh, not a pro yet. So we we did what we could, um, but yeah, understand that it was a little frustrating for some folks. Um, it was really fun to record with Mike. That was like one of my favorite episodes. So um, if if you can't get through it, that's totally understandable. Um, but if you can, there's a lot of laughs to be had. So thanks again, obviously to Mike for having been on the episode. It was a lot of fun. Yes, for sure. And uh, so I think we have uh, some more follow-up from episode Yeah, it's funny. Like, you, you don't record for a month, and then you have all this follow-up. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I one of the things I did over the break was do kind of a deep dive through some of the email that, that I hadn't had a chance to follow up with. And I stumbled into this um, great email from a listener named Amy who had sent in pictures of her creative space as a, a follow-up to um, the episode that was named the Panzer episode. That was um, when Anna and I kind of had to come up with an idea on the fly and ended up talking about our creative spaces. Um, Amy sent some really beautiful photos um, that I will include in the, in the show notes, um, but she also sent... A, a little bit of uh, description about her space. So she said, my pride and joy is my desk, which is a sewing machine that I found on Kiji. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. Kijiji, it's a website. I think. Kijiji. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that's uh, Craigslist for Canadians. Some of you probably know all about it. Um, but the the desk then was resurfaced. Her, her dad put uh, a new top on it. And I can say, looking at the photos here, it is uh, quite beautiful. She's also rocking the same teal Ikea cart that makes its way around on a studio. So I had, I had seen that before and, and uh, definitely a favorite. And then behind her desk, she has this 
um, beautiful secretary, which is kind of like a piece of furniture that's designed for all your like writing implements. And I can even from this one photo, I can see that it is impressively chock full of inks and fountain pens. So <laughs> it's pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty awesome to see. It's so like, I just want to go hang out in her house and just like use all her beautiful ink. And I'm looking at, she also has a uh, pretty tray with a bunch of uh, fountain pens in it, which also makes my heart happy, including some of those really nice Pilot Metropolitans, uh, the pop, the neon pop versions that are just really fun and happy and that just it's fun I love it yeah and when we when I had responded to her we had another kind of uh back and forth I sent her some photos of my bookcases and whatnot so she sent some photos of things having been cleaned up a little bit but I told her (laughs) I was sending her uh like uncensored pictures of my desk because I had not cleaned them up at all and she did the same and at that time she had this huge um uh bound manuscript of the novel that she's uh revising and I just thought that was really cool and she has a drawing that she made a digital drawing of the main character in her book so this is all kind of like tucked into the corner of her main living space but you can see like her laptop and her fountain pens and the novel that she's writing and this character that she had illustrated and I just thought it was pretty cool to see that whole breadth of creativity expressed in this pretty pretty compact little space so um well done amy it was it was really cool to see all that yes and we will of course put the photos in the show notes so you can check it out too yeah and i had so much fun um checking out these photos i was thinking this is something that we could maybe extend and check in with different listeners so if you would like to have your creative space featured on the show um, you can just send us some some photos and descriptions at our email address hello at artsupplyposse.com or if you prefer to send it along through Twitter or Instagram or tag a blog post that you write, you can just use the hashtag um, ASP spaces. So that'll be in the show notes too. But yeah, just send your pictures and descriptions our way. And um, whenever we get them, we can do a little um, sort of listener feature, um, what you guys are up to and how you're making space for all the beautiful art supplies that you're obviously going to be continuing to buy in 2017. And uh, making it easier to buy your uh, art supplies, Heather, tell us about our sponsor. <laughs> yeah, after you, after you clear out your space and, and get all of this room, um, you can uh, check out our sponsor because, of course, this episode of Art Supply Posse is brought to you by Art Snacks, who offer monthly subscriptions of full-sized, high-quality art supplies to save 10%. Off your first box, you can use coupon code ARTSUPPLYPOSSE at artsnacks.co. Every Art Snacks box contains four to five full-size supplies, a beautifully designed menu that includes descriptions and instructions for the products you've received, plus a single serving of delicious candy. And uh, once you get your box in your hand, you can also um, check out all of the other Art Snackers online. Um, You can use... Uh, hashtag art snacks challenge to look and see what everybody else is making with their with their supplies the challenge is to make an original piece of work using all of the supplies that that you just received and I really like um, looking at those challenges because 
you see all these incredible artists making really moving work and you can't really pretend that they're like special snowflakes or superhumans because they're <laughs> using the supplies that are like they're right in front of me and like oh, we have we all have hands and fingers and the same supplies and uh and i can understand a little bit more about how they're making that work because i know about the supplies that they're using so if you um, want to get on that action, check out um, the Arts Next Challenge and also maybe take the challenge yourself next month. You can head over to artsnext.co and use coupon code ARTSUPPLYPOSSE to support the show and to also save 10% off your first subscription box. So thank you, as always, to Arts Next for their support. Yes. So... so Main topic. So, so. <laughs> what, are we, what are we talking about today, Kathy? Uh, that's a good question. What are we? Just kidding. Uh, so t- we are going to talk about male art today. Now, this is not talking about the uh, men in our in our lives, in our lives or <laughs> other in the world. We're talking about the mail that goes through the postman, through the post box, and lands in your mailbox that you get to uh, squeal a little bit when it arrives and barely get back to your house before you open it up if your mailbox is not attached to your house and just kind of... <laughs> There's something about getting a piece of mail that is not spam or a bill that makes it really exciting. Uh, even if you know it's coming, I mean, it you just kind of get that little uplifting bit in your heart that just kind of goes and makes everything exciting. And it's really relevant in today's life of quick and easy Facebook happy birthday or you know texting somebody something as opposed to taking the time to really just sit down and write a letter and stick it in an envelope and spend the 42 cents or however much it is now uh, and stick it in the mail and then get it three days later or however long it takes there's just it's so great to be able to have something happy that gets sent and touched by a lot of hands and it it really is totally irrational how happy it makes me to to get mail i mean i tried to think about it why why do i love getting mail so much i mean i know that it's a really uh like addictive brain chemical pattern to have (laughs) random rewards you know like most of the time you go to your mailbox there's nothing there but every once in a while there's something lovely so so that's that's a like a happy brain pattern um, but I was also thinking that it's followed the pattern of a lot of other kinds of media technology, whether that's cassette tapes or vinyl, <laughs> um, where after something has passed out of being sort of the highest utility solution to a problem, it becomes appreciated for the particularities of, of its aesthetics. And so even though like sending somebody mail is very rarely the most like efficient way to send them a message it 
it has a lot of a value and particularity that really can't be met with a, a text message in an email. And <laughs> so much so that I feel like anytime I send somebody mail, there are like 10 to 12 supporting text messages. Like, what's your address? Are you going to be home? Like, where are you living right now? Like, is this right. still your address? Like, it, even the act of sending mail, I feel like it, it, it's like supported by the ways that I actually communicate with people, which is usually by sending them a text. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I maybe, actually, maybe other people have like a stable address book of all their friends, but I'm not that person. No, uh, I am also not that person. I had to mail out. Uh, I actually just got back from the post office before we recorded this today, because, of course, over the holidays, everything's closed, including the post office, uh, which threw off everything. Um, but I sent text messages to both people that I had to mail something to just to confirm that the address that they're at is the one that it's, you know, to make sure that the packages got there. And it's it's kind of stressful, but there's something about, and of course, I did not actually decorate these beautiful boxes, or at least the stuff inside of it was beautiful, not on the outside. The outside was just the boring one. But Uh, There's so many ways that you can make something that's already special even more amazing. And uh, that's why we kind of wanted to talk about mail art and the joy above and beyond getting a piece of mail in your post box. That is also something really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. So all the ways that you can like take a simple letter and uh, make it not only a nice written piece of communication, but also um, get out like your pens and your markers. And um, I know a lot of our audience is sort of uh, transplants from stationary um, shows and blogs and things. So this is a nice we thought it would be a nice kind of uh, like a gateway drug. Like, yes, if you don't if you don't feel like you can get out your sketchbooks and like make a make a, a, a brand new like illustration, you can write a letter or do something that you're already used to and then maybe embellish it with um, with doodles or even just um, decorating the outside. So uh, to start off with, um, we thought we would maybe talk a little bit about the the times in our lives that we've had mail that we thought was really lovely. So what are, what are your some of your favorite memories about getting mail, Kathy? Yeah. Uh- when I went, when I first went to college, uh, it was back in the day where email was not very reliable because the internet was not very reliable. I mean, I didn't mm-hmm. even have a cell phone when I went to college. And so it was before, you know, ease, high speed internet or anything. And so I got to know my college roommate via letters. Uh, we still, I still have them, uh, in a box somewhere and there's something really neat about getting to meet another human being especially now when it's so easy to just pop off something on twitter and suddenly you're doing a podcast with somebody but being able to meet somebody that you're going to be spending at least a year with via you know handwritten letters and seeing the type of pen that they choose and the type of paper and you know any doodles or maybe they use special you know paper that has a header that's personalized with their name or something you know it really says a lot about a person and uh additionally um 
now, gosh, 12 years ago, uh, my husband and, well, my soon-to-be husband and father had written correspondence as well uh, via email, but my dad printed them out um, and put them in a book so that we have a binder of the emails that uh, my husband and dad had communicating about oh, each other. So these these are letter these aren't like emails that your dad sent your husband like back and forth. Yes, they are. Oh, so I that they can like get... husband and father, as in like your husband and father of your and kid. He... Like I thought it was the same person. Oh, gotcha. No, <laughs> no. Uh, my father and my husband, who are two totally different people. Good. Good. <laughs> yes. Good. Before I got married. Uh, we're trying to get to know each other, especially after um, my husband uh, proposed to me before he asked permission in person, like he had told my dad that he would. Um, mm. it, it So they like wanted to really communicate. And so they were sent, they sent emails back and forth and my dad printed them out so that they're actually on paper. So even though they weren't physical mail sent through uh so even though they weren't physical letters sent through the mail they became physical as soon as they were printed out and so Mm -hmm. we still have that really personal connection with these pages that i hope you know in the future uh our daughter will be able to see and see the love that was built between her papa and her daddy Mm, again two totally different people uh... (laughs) <laughs> similar situation um one of my good friends um his uh, his name is sam and we've started um writing correspondence back and forth to each other this is actually this is my friend who whose mother passed away recently and i drove out to connecticut to go to her funeral um you guys probably remember like back in december and when we first started corresponding he's like i just want you to know because i'm writing him these like handwritten letters on this like very smooth almost vellum like fountain pen paper that he's (laughs) never seen before with my like 1.1 stub um, like twisby mini you know and he's like this is so nice i'm gonna print out uh word documents and send them to you It's like I don't I I'm gonna write too much to handwrite it and like that's fine that yeah. still counts like that's great totally <laughs> so even if you are not comfortable with the readability of your handwriting you know you can still mail out something and it it will get somebody you know happy and excited to receive it yeah I saw in the grocery store I was buying supplies for my for my Christmas book and. They have um, like standard 20 pound paper, but they also had um, 24 pound paper mm-hmm. that they said they were advertising it as for your like important documents because it's nowhere near like a cardstock. Like it's still very lightweight paper that can go through your printer like normal, but it's just a little, a little heftier. So if you want to print out something you've written, but then maybe embellish it with some gel pens or markers, um, you could maybe look in your grocery store for that 24 pound um, Georgia Pacific paper. That's um, the brand that I remember it being, um, which would give you a little bit more heft to write on and, and just give it maybe a little bit more uh, substance when you go to send it out. Yeah. Uh, and you can also print on cardstock um, 
and through your printer as well if you wanted to do maybe like a postcard or something and put a drawing on the other side you can still um you can use uh cardstock through a printer mm -hmm. if it's not yeah yeah so so you were writing letters to your college roommate um i there was like one time in my life when uh like writing things through the post was kind of an important way of communicating like it still was one of the best ways which was um it was like 2005 2006 i uh, was living in uh, denmark as an exchange student in my junior year of high school and it was i mean the rest of the world was was pretty well into their like early internet life but i was definitely not <laughs> like i had a, I had a, that was like when i learned to touch type because i actually had to send emails to people like that was the first <laughs> time i had done like a substantial amount of of typing that was the first time i got a laptop computer before I left like the first time I bought a digital camera it was like all of this gear because I was gonna be away <laughs> for a year um, but like there was really no internet like at my house internet was on ter like on these computers like at like special internet terminals at the school yeah. so um, I it'll be a long time before somebody I think takes the uh, crown away from my dad who sent me a letter every day for gosh it was at least like the first three months i was there that's but amazing it may have been longer and it was like every day i would come home to uh like this uh just like standard business envelope you know like the long skinny ones and my dad's a truck driver so he would just kind of like get done with driving at the end of the day and just like write me this letter and like I'm sorry, Dad, they were not the most riveting letters because they were like, this is what I heard on the radio today when I was driving for 18 hours. Right. <laughs> but it was very, very comforting. Like every day I would come home and it was just like be my dad's like scrawly handwriting with his like two big R's for like Randy Rivard. And it, it just like reminded me like that people are still there. Like I'm way over here, but people yeah. are still there. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, especially when you're away from where they normally are. Uh, my parents are currently driving around the U.S. in their RV, and they are currently in southern Florida, where it's nice and warm and not 27 degrees like it is here today. Um, and all of the stops that they've stopped at, my mom has found a postcard and written a postcard about the location that they're at. So... Even though she's not right next door, not literally, but pretty darn close, uh, this year we still have a little bit of that connection. And plus, she, my daughter gets the excitement of receiving a letter addressed just to her and Aww. getting to read the stories about, you know, the Lincoln Memorial when they were in Washington, D.C. and the Mount Rushmore and all of these places that... Uh, my parents have been which has just been really neat and so we're gonna put all of them together when they're done and get back and make something special with all of these postcards that which is fun yeah which is kind of yeah. great about postcards is that it's pre-decorated uh, yep, yep, it does some of the work for you there. <laughs> yeah, and, and gives you inspiration to do maybe a doodle on the other side that's inspired by the postcard picture or something like that. Yeah, 
so so that's the that's kind of the cool art that we have been on the receiving end of um but when we are the ones um sending out mail i know a little bit about your mail art game kathy because as we talked about earlier (laughs) you sent me like a pretty pretty epically embellished package um a couple months back but like what's What's your usual routine when you're packing something up um, with particular care that you want to send to someone? Uh, I am the epitome of lazy when it comes to it. So I will use whatever I currently have available. So uh, the package that I sent you had, you know, that roll of wrapping paper on the outside. I was like, okay. How can I make this extra pretty? And oh, look, I had Sharpies. So let's just do this. And then, of course, I have to use fountain pen ink uh, because I'm sending it to the Heather who knows <laughs> the Anna. And I was doing both of them at the same time. So, of course, I had to use fountain pens. But in order to do that and make sure that it gets mailed properly, putting packing tape over the top of it so it didn't bleed or leak and so even though it ultimately isn't lazy because I could have just written it out or printed out whatever it still was like just what I had so that's kind of been my modus operandi for anything that I want to make extra pretty I just use what I currently have I have all of these great art supplies why would I not use them to give someone else joy and happiness? Yeah, my my male art uh, definitely leans toward the uh, like a note written to you from the insane asylum. Like, <laughs> uh, I think they're more sculptural than they are um, illustrative. So one thing I like to do is like make custom envelopes, you know, like. I'm going to write on this weird piece of paper and then I don't want to stick it inside of like a lame envelope like the one that you like get your, you know, uh, electric bill in. But I also probably don't have fancy envelopes on hand. So I have been well known to like take a, a letter sized piece of paper and just sort of like fold it up all wacky into like the perfect shape and have like crazy amounts of tape and glue and, and whatever on it. So there's definitely that that sort of sculptural element, um, but then once that is done, yeah, I often find myself reaching for uh, like sharpies because there's like permanent ink just kind of uh, inspires confidence when you're working with the mail system. Like <laughs> too Kathy, like big thick right? like <laughs> sharpie markers, like nice is- block letters, <laughs> very basic, mm-hmm. just to make sure it gets there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And then I definitely also um, sort of, this is more recently, um, sort of of the mind of including uh, a little something extra in the package. So this is something that I've learned from, honestly, from online retailers that are on top of their game. Like, as as exciting it is to see your Amazon box with whatever bizarro promotional tape they're using, like... Uh, you know, like subprime mortgages from Amazon. We printed custom <laughs> tape to go over your package, like whatever it is that they're uh, hawking. It's it's like weirdly uh, kind of lonely to open it up and like just see your like three little packages and know like 
very overworked people uh like packed this package under like labor violations (laughs) (laughs) and there's there's no love in that box like there's exactly what you ordered and there's nothing else um as opposed to like the first package i got from knockco um brad daddy's um company um and they it was like i got the lovely uh chimney top case that i had ordered but there was also like a single pencil and a couple of their little um note cards that they print yeah. and like i don't know like how like what's the what's the cost of that you know like how much does that eat into the margins at notco but i know that it it gives it this little like human kick and like I got the same thing from CW pencils when I placed an order with them. Like there was a little custom CW pencil in there and it was all wrapped up in this beautiful yellow paper. And that's just the sign of like this is the opposite of Amazon, like whatever right. the opposite of that is. Like there's very, very uh, like happy, well-treated people uh, packing, packing this stuff. And so like the various packages that I've sent out for Art Supply Posse, um, I always tried to kind of like tuck something else in there. So like I sent along some of the the pencils that, that Anna had gifted me. I sent a few people like a copy of my zine, you know, like different things that I had made. And because it's like you think like we did some giveaways and it's like, OK, Heather's sending me a pen. But it's like I just think it's nice when you open it up and you're like, oh, it's like you can send your letter. But then like, oh, here's a sticker or like here's a piece of candy yeah. or like something goofy on top of it. Yeah, I love that about um, Goulet pens, especially. Um, Everything that they do is so specific to them. They have the special blue, uh, like, stretchy stuff that they wrap everything in. And they always have a card that says, who packaged it? And then, mm-hmm. you know, it just you can just feel the love when you open up a package. And Photo Jojo, which is an online retailer of fun mobile stuff, um, they always include a little dinosaur. Uh, and, you know, it's just they probably get a box of a thousand for five dollars or something crazy. And but on the outside of the box, they always put. Uh, a sticker that says you know beware there's a dinosaur that's hitchhiking in your package and it's just (laughs) it's so stupid but it's so fun it's just that added little bit of love you know that they're they're packaging stuff all the time but it doesn't matter because you're the only one receiving this package and it just makes you happy above and beyond the fact that oh yes I get something that I paid money for it's so it yeah it just is great yeah that's that's a that's a good one to remember those those little goulet cards that they include with the signature of whoever it was that packed your order yes they're they're so nice and they have the like little goulet ink blot and they're really well printed like I keep those and use them as bookmarks like oh, they're yeah. all they're all over my bookshelf like stuck in, in places. <laughs> and bonus is when you get an actual bookmark that has the quote that's like true. some I quote on too. it I mean yeah. that's just mm-hmm. it's so great I love it and yeah I think I'm gonna start not only sending out more mail but also I want to start putting more goodies inside even if it's just a sticker like yeah can just, you imagine like sending um sending an, like a package to someone that was your daughter's age and pulling the like caution 
there's a dinosaur inside i love it like watch out open with supervision (laughs) yes i also think i want to start doing that um with the one bill that i have to send a physical check for i think i've always had a like a subversive joy of putting my um harry potter stamps on the outside but Mm. i think i want to put something fun on the inside too because these people are are they're not you know let's give them a little bit of joy yeah whoever's (laughs) job it is to i i did the same thing i had to pay a medical bill and you know some there's a handful of places where they just like the internet hasn't come to you yet right It's yeah, like, I'm glad you're protecting my privacy by making everything so hard for right. healthcare provider. <laughs> so I'd like sent them uh, a check for like seven dollars and twenty two cents, you right. know. And I'm like, I'm like, it's somebody's job to open this and transcribe this into some like digital format because <laughs> I, these these aren't being maintained in paper ledgers. I, I, at least I hope not. <laughs> oh well, don't. Who knows? Yeah, who knows for sure. <laughs> Don't jinx it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's sort of like mail that we receive that we love, the kind of mail that we like to send. And then we thought sort of lastly we'd talk about some uh, cool projects that we are aware of in the extended stationary art universe online. Um, but uh, first example was something – Mm, a little bit older than the stationary uh, internet? <laughs> uh, just a little across, bit. Kathy? Yeah. Uh, when doing research for this, uh, of course, I started off on Wikipedia, like you do, and uh, found a note from artist Edward Plunkett, who argued that uh, the most, uh, or that male art began when the lovely Cleopatra had herself delivered to Julius Caesar in a rolled up carpet. And I just laugh hysterically at the idea of somebody, you know, wrapping themselves up in a carpet, slapping a sticker on the outside and getting shipped off uh, a la Cleopatra. And uh, squad goals for sure. Anyone is more than welcome to ship themselves in a carpet to me, and I will love it forever. <laughs> yeah, I, I get my mail at one of those banks of like 40 different um, mailboxes for the whole trailer park, so. Um... <laughs> I love it. And, okay, close your ears if you're squeamish, but recently we had like the, the community center that I work with, we had to like go down and apply uh, like cockroach repellent to the mailboxes because oh, no. <laughs> the poor mail lady was like your mailboxes are full of cockroaches and i'm going to stop delivering the mail if you don't take care of it and i was like whatever man you're here for like 45 seconds a day oh, <laughs> but since then everything's been it's under control the mail Good. what i'm saying is that if you're gonna try to get yourself delivered in a carpet to my house like you know. Beware of cockroaches. Yeah, be prepared. Dress appropriately. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Uh, we also, you know, delving deep into the joys of the internet, uh, finding a variety of great projects and websites out there that are all uh, physical uh, physical letters based. Um, one of the oldest that I know of is Post Secret, which uh, there's an address you can email or you can 
send a letter or postcard to with a secret that you didn't want to think about, like something that you can't tell somebody in person. Um, I mean, if you go, and of course we'll have the links in the show notes, but if you just scroll down the top, um, the front page, you know, it's talking about like, oh, I want to get pregnant, but I have to, like, as a reason to stop drinking because she couldn't do it on her own. Or, Mm -hmm. like, talking about Westworld, they watch it every week, but they still don't understand it. I mean, there's just so many uh, just really honest and uh, ways to present a truth in your life um, without being without having to tell somebody in person um and these are beautiful you know a lot of them are hand drawn or decorated or uh just something really extra special about sending a secret off to somebody um which is just really cool yeah i think post secret was one of the first um sort of internet things that i really fell in love with when i was in college um back when i sort of had a uh, a sweet RSS setup with all the blogs that I like to follow and Post Secret <laughs> was one of the ones that sort of always got checked and was right at the top. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, maybe one of the biggest like male meets the internet projects, um, which is pretty cool. Um, something else that was a little closer to home, which I just saw um, that because I was reading Anna's blog um, and and she just posted about this. Um, Mary um, from the blog from the Pen Cup is doing this um, project uh, where she had all these postcards that she wasn't using. And so she decided to like um, pre-stamp them and bring them to the college where she works and just have them available for some people to take so that it would be kind of like minimal barrier to entry that people could just grab a postcard and write it to 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 somebody and send it in the mail and i thought that was really cool that's um, if really you neat. like and you could do something similar like get five postcards and like uh stamp them all and then uh do it at dinner you know like if you have family dinner with your kids or whatever or like having dinner with friends and you can all like write a little postcard and then like collect them and say like i'll take them I'll take them and drop them in the mailbox too. So you kind of just push a little bit of mail love out into the world. I love that. Um, and something else that's kind of started, not super recently, but uh, within the last year is Hello Internet is a fantastic podcast. If you have not discovered it, you should. Um, but they did a voting thing over the summer for the flag that they wanted to represent the podcast. And it, in order to vote, you had to send a postcard with your vote at order ranking to an address. And uh, Brady has been posting these postcards on a website called podcastpostcards.com and it's it's so great to be again to see the choices that people make and um also judge their voting choices for the flag referendum (laughs) but overall just like the little notes and the pod the uh postcards that they choose and like little doodles that some of them put in. It just is another, you know, great way 
to see what other people choose without necessarily having to post your address out to the whole world. But yeah. if you do want to post your address out to the whole world, <laughs> there's a couple <laughs> different ways to do that. Look at this segueing. Boom. It's so good, man. You're a podcast <laughs> pro, man. Forget about it. <laughs> um, there's a couple challenges out in the world. And one of the first ones, um, I knew of it and I could not for the life of me remember what it was called. And it was driving yeah, me absolutely bonkers. We had a little bonkers. bit of a crazy iMessage conversation last night. No, no, not that. The other thing. The like other that. thing. Yeah. And of course, if you're trying to search on the internet when your Google foo is failing and you're like, what is the thing where you mail a letter? Yeah, it just, you get. When you realize that your random string of common nouns is failing. <laughs> it's not going to find something. Yeah, it's amazing how that works. <laughs> uh, but Inco Rimo is uh, what it was, and it's International Correspondence Writing Month, which just so happens to be uh, February, which is kind of amazing. And uh, last year I participated and I got the coolest letter from somebody in Hogwarts era, like styling. They calligraphied in the same way that Harry Potter's letters were with directions requested. And they went full on like, let's go authenticity. And I still haven't opened it because I'm scared. I don't want to ruin the wax seal. I know. (laughs) So I might have to go old school, like heat up a knife and like slice it underneath the wax seal on the back or something. We'll see. But yeah, it's just beautiful. And I definitely want to try and do something cool this next month. As well, I think it was yeah. Awesome. I got I got a letter from uh from a listener that was like had a wax seal. I think that was like the first time, and like I ripped through that sucker with like so much relish, and I was like <laughs> thinking of all the dramatic like Game of Thrones type things. Right? Like, Ooh, I should heat it up and like read it like I'm a spy, but then I'll <laughs> die because there's poison in it because right. <laughs> that's what you do to make make sure people don't open your mail. And, it's very dramatic and lovely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, the 30 day challenges. Uh, it's like second only to t-shirts. Like the the internet economy of 30 day challenges right. are pretty lovely. <laughs> so um, if you miss Inco Rimo, which is in February, uh, National Letter Writing Month. It's like following right up in April. Um, and then... There's the Rock Your Handwriting Challenge, which um, I'm not sure how centralized that is. It looked like Boho Berry and a couple other bloggers had done some, like a few different ones last year. I know they did it in April last year, but then yeah, they... Anna did it like of her own accord, maybe like back in November. Yeah, I know that the Boho Berry cl- conglomerate of bloggers that they do, they do one every month. Um, okay. And I'm pretty sure that they still have it going. Uh, we will double check. And if you don't hear this, then that means that we cut this out of the podcast. And yeah. it's not actually. Yeah. So it looks like something yeah. you could jump in at different points. And I think that usually the Rock Your Handwriting Challenge, it's not necessarily a letter writing thing. It's also to do with, uh, you know, like journaling or bullet journaling. Um, but you could turn it into a letter writing thing. A letter yeah. every day for a month would be pretty impressive. That would be really really impressive for sure yep and then there's the old standbys you know like 
birthdays and holidays and whatnot. My grandparents, not surprisingly, their mail game is so strong. Like my grandma has her little like 12 month calendar and all of her grandchildren, like she transfers it from year to year and like sends out cards. And my, my grandpa has this single purpose folder called like holiday cards, like folder of socially responsible behavior or something like that <laughs> i am a real adult basically <laughs> yeah. and it's got like uh, a long list of all of his relatives and he is uh one in a long line of many children catholic families so it's uh <laughs> if you need to know what exponential growth is like just follow the reproductive behavior of catholics in mid-michigan you will understand um so he writes down all of their names and then there's like a little box for like sent and received, sent and received, sent and received like every year for like the past 10 years. And like he like just rocks that thing like a boss and every year everybody gets a holiday card. So like you can do your own like crazy birthday and holiday systems. Um, my favorite thing, you know, set up like a routine or a habit like I'm going to send a letter every week or like every day or whatever you want to do. Just start like building it into your life but so many different ways to have more mail in your life so many different ways yeah and that's something great uh growing up I always wanted to I would go and get the mail and it'd be so exciting but then I'd be so saddened because there would be nothing for me and my mom would always say well in order to get mail you have to make (laughs) mail you have to write your own mail and so and then I would go fine (laughs) and then I would sit down and write a letter to someone and then I would get one back the next week and it's amazing so yeah just just start sending it out and who knows what you'll get back yep I definitely have some correspondence on my desk that I owe people letters and um that it's it's probably the fanciest kind of procrastination in my life like my <laughs> my unattended to correspondence yes <laughs> oh i must spend a full day you know Catching writing up. my letters very jane austen it is it is <laughs> <laughs> all right so i think that's the i think that's the the end of our random mail ideas from the internet is there any any last minute things you wanted that we didn't get to, yeah. Kathy? Uh, no, I think that's it. And so that leaves us just to say thank you to our fantastic sponsor, Art Snacks, for their support this week. Make sure to check them out. And uh, we'll talk about January's Art Snacks box next week, I'm sure. Uh, you can find our show notes at artsupplyposse.com slash 29. And it's a great place to leave comments and feedback. Make sure to leave a review on iTunes so other people can find us. Uh, our Intro and outro music was created by the fantastic Bob Atkins of Skylab Letterpress. And that leaves us just to say good night, Posse. Good night, Posse.